Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Now here's a pass for the Pebble Screen to Mooney, who breaks free, and he got away from two defenders, and it takes Andy Dalton two plays to get the Bears into the end zone. Well, you want to get Soldier Field rocking? Score a touchdown in two plays and give it to Mooney and show the speed. What a great play call coming out with a play action. I think the word is nightmare. 310, it's not officially over. Bears have the football, but I think we just learned a lesson. Never give Tyler Huntley, who was 8 for 16 in his career, 133 on the clock if you need to win a football game. And by the way, this is not on the Bears' defense for giving up a game-winning drive seemingly again in back-to-back weeks. How about 10 weeks. points instead of just a game-winning drive? How about 10 points in the fourth quarter hey, against a nobody? Yet. <laughs> Come on, don't give up. OB, we're, uh, we, we, we're, we're realists, OB. We're, we're on the radio with 18 seconds to go. You're right, the game is not over yet. But, He's uh, correct. Th- this, uh, this is not good. Carmen, uh, Carmen, wow. Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDrivesChicago.com. Yes, I am Carmen. The phone number is 312-981-7200. Justin Fields left the game with a rib injury. He was ruled out sometime in the third quarter after leaving in the second quarter. Andy Dalton threw a fourth and 11 miracle touchdown on a, on a go, on a, uh, on a, I'm sorry, a, a double move, a, a hitch and go. Yeah. A double move. Marquise Goodwin getting in the end zone. Bears led 13 9. A really bizarre decision after Dalton was roughing the passer, 15-yard penalty to be given after the kickoff. So wherever the Ravens get you're you're going to be able to boot it into the end zone or wherever the Ravens get it. Instead, the Bears took one yard further so they would go for two. It was right to go for two. You're up four. doesn't matter four or five. You want to get to six just in case the Ravens do score. you got to make them hit the extra point. But then they don't run it. They throw it. And a poorly designed and conceived out at the goal line, which had no chance. Right. And well, it just got, you know, here's the thing. And, and as this thing winds down, this, look, this is the Matt Nagy idiocy of the, this era, basically flying at half staff in the breeze, twisting and turning. This, this kid, Tyler. Huntley goes 26 of 36, 219 yards, one interception, but he masterminds a 10-point fourth quarter after the first three quarters were so full of ineptitude that nobody could get out of their own way. But when it mattered, guess what? We made mistake after mistake and served this thing up for him. And, OB, I got to tell you, Win this thing, and the Bears are not done. They're in the mix somehow, some way at four and six. But they lose this, there's no path back. They'll be three and seven. And, and you, by the way, you also had the Lions 
Well, you still have the Lions coming up on Thursday. So if you, if you in in theory had one gotten to four and six, you beat Detroit. You're five and six. You could have an eight and nine team make the playoffs. And granted, you're not going to go far if you get in. But if you're trying to save your coaching life, and for just actual enjoyment of season and relevancy, the Bears could have done something along those lines. But barring a Hail Mary miracle, they're going to lose to the Baltimore Ravens, who played without their 2019 MVP, Lamar Jackson, and were led today. Congratulations. I mean, good job, Tyler Huntley. He played well, but uh, the Bears just got sacked. and um, It's over. It's, and it's, it's down it's, in, a, it's, in a pile of dirt now. I mean, really, there's there's a ton of horrible losses in Nagy's life, but this this one has to be uh, at the top. Well, Mark, uh, you know, again, <clears throat> I really I really thought when uh, Lamar Jackson is out, folks, I can't tell you what a phenomenal football player this guy is. Let alone a quarterback who has command of the game, the total and complete game, and coached by John Harbaugh, who was not arguably one of the better coaches in this league. They come in the R. I mean, our backs are up against the wall. We knew what we had to do. Uh, The Bears are feeling good about it. Beautiful day today. And you find out just before the game that Lamar Jackson is not playing. Okay? This should not have been a contest today, especially with our defense. But if you want to go from quarter to quarter to quarter, what again? What have I been telling you people with this naggy offense year after year after year? What we wind up on third down conversions? One of nine? One of 12? What was it? Let me pull it up, OB. I mean... It wasn't good. It wasn't good. And and so you got to convert. Why do you convert? You eat up the clock. And the most important thing, you put points on the board. Uh, what a game for us to lose, and the way we lost it. It's just a damn shame. Two for 11 is the answer. Two for Two 11. For 11. Okay, You're going to lose a go. football game, okay? Yeah. And then 17. the other thing, they have, folks, the quarterback, the backup quarterback for Baltimore, I don't know. Dan Ritchie played about two minutes, three minutes of football in the National Football League. Undrafted free agent. My God, and you, and you let this kid. Stay in this game quarter after quarter, play after play, and you don't put them away? Again, outcoached. Again, offensively outplayed. Outschemed again. 16-13 officially is the score in the final, and the Bears are uh, And Mr. Obradovich said during the morning session of pregame, Wow, I don't bet, but boy, this would be like the, <laughs> the Christmas turkey <laughs> on a platter. Take the bears. You got, yeah. And yet, Nagy knows how to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Think about this. Does this remind you? Dan, I can't tell Does you. this remind you of Tressman up in Green Bay? Oh, my God. After giving up 50 here to New England, he goes up there and they give up. I mean, doesn't it have the same smell, the same Danny. feel? I, you know, I hate, you know what, the people, you know, I don't know where to go with this, folks. Okay, I, I've... Okay, well, I, let me I, throw I, this I, at you, OB. You listen, know, listen it, what happened to our quarterback? He had to leave because of ribs. How many times did we have called quarterback runs today? I know of at least four, yeah, if here's, not five. That, I, I mentioned this when they stopped, uh, two weeks ago, Danny. It's, it, it's, it, the kid, our offensive line... Struggle mightily to block, okay? If it's a run block or pass block. They just do. 
They're not good enough. Okay? And and so you when you what you what you want to do is bootleg them out, sprint them out. How many play action plays did we see today, Dan? How many bootlegs did we see? How many sprint outs? I, I don't even did we have one? In, in the, the, the the one pass to uh, Mooney, or it was a deep burst out that he overthrew uh, on the second drive. That was play action, right? And it was set up perfectly. But he thought that the say, but, that, that the corner was dropping too far back, and so he didn't put enough air under it, and it threw but, a bad ball. But here's the key, folks. We've got a kid who fields who who we believe everybody seems to believe that he's the future of the Bears. Okay, now. Uh, with running quarterbacks, there, bad things usually happen, okay? Well, this kid could pass. I think he's an accurate passer. He's got to learn to put a little arc under the ball a little bit more. But but it's all going to come. And not only today, but two weeks ago, you know what their offensive, what Nagy and, and Lazur are doing? They're designing running plays for who? Our quarterback, Justin Fields, the future of our team. Now, the last time I checked, there's an offensive line, and they're supposed to block and open holes. Then the next thing that I remember, there are people who are on a Bears uniform or any team uniform. They're called halfbacks. They're called running backs that you pay millions of dollars to, to run the football. And you're going to design plays for our new quarterback who's the hope of the future more you're going to design running plays for him. It's not bad enough that he gets whacked every other play when he passes. Now you want to put him in a running situation on a design play, you morons! It was the first play of the game. First it was play of the, the game. first, the very first play of the game was a quarterback RPO where he kept, he kept it. Then he threw the out. It was a beautiful out, and then Montgomery hit him for about nine, and then a pass to Moon. We get we're going down the field like Grant took Richmond, and the next thing you know, we try another RPO and it doesn't work, and then we have to wind up going for it on third and five instead of attacking or throwing the ball down the field like this gentleman over here to my left says on a on a minute minute, by minute. minute to minute basis. We try a, some kind of a lame toss. Where it went for nothing. And then we miss the field goal. And think about this. Cody Parkey has a throw out that 60-something Cairo you know, Santos. prayer in Pittsburgh. He has been fantastic. And now Nagy's contaminated him as well. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Okay, somebody, somebody's got to step in here. George McCaskey, somebody's got to step in here. If they can't see what we're trying to do offensively, and 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 what goes wrong, G- game after game, the quarter after quarter. Let's go just before the first. What was it? The first half. There's one second left, folks. Okay, we're on our own. What thirty yard line or somewhere's around there. Whatever. One second left. Again, we take that little handoff to Montgomery up in the middle. It's a give up play. Why in God's green earth? Why don't you try throwing the ball? 50, 60, 70 yards. Again, he could catch it. But what happens a lot of times is interference. And a, a quarter at a half of the game cannot end on a penalty. Las Vegas did it two, three weeks ago. They had a second left to go and a half. They threw a bomb. Interference came and they kicked it and got three points before they walked off. 
We didn't try it again. It was two weeks ago we tried We didn't try it. Now here it is again. One second ago in the half, and you don't try to do that because again the the game came in uh, the half came in on a penalty, and maybe with our kicker you could get three points, but you don't even try it. We're the worst scoring team in the National Football League. We're dead last, and you wonder why. It's not a mystery, folks, and I am so damn aggravated to sit there, and this is a game that we could have had in front of the greatest fans on this planet and a game plan that we basically we basically gave a game up is what we did to a backup quarterback who's played about a few minutes in the National Football League on our home field. Well, they knew they Happy were, Thanksgiving! Well, they knew they were getting the ball to start the second half. When that's when they got the false start on the first play of a half, which was absolutely amazing. All right, 312-981-7200. OB, great stuff. Uh, we are here till 5 o'clock. Bears lose. You know what? It's, it's, it's the truth. I mean, you just look at it, and, and you just scratch your head. What are they thinking? This one was really the ultimate head-scratcher. 312-981-7200. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers. ChevyDriveChicago.com. By the way, he's back. Our longtime sponsor, Nationwide Agent Jeff Vukovic. The Vuk. The Vuk. For all your auto home business needs, contact Vuk at JeffVuk.com. And remember, Nationwide is on your side. Ravens. Hey, when we come back, I got a stat I want to tell you people about the Bears. We're going to be busy today. Get on in, and uh, hey, we will... Break this one down. This, uh, if it wasn't already over, I think we are officially on the when will it be over for the head coach of the Chicago Bears. I think that's uh, getting. What more. you got to play the Packers again? You got to play the Vikings twice. Well, well you got, got the Lions on in in, in seven minutes on, on and Thanksgiving. Do you think they're not waiting for yeah. us to come in there four times in our ten yard line? They don't score. Two and a half hour pregame show, by the way, on Thanksgiving nine to eleven thirty seven twenty WGN. Dalton from the pocket. Was fun for a moment, and then it wasn't. That you know made what, Mark, it. we should have been that past the good one late in the game. That should have been him and Mooney. That should have been all day long. A concert of firing those two guys on deep posts, hitching goals, corner patterns all day long. Not to the last minute, but all day long. That's what they should be doing, stretching the damn field. Hampo will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hampo, you look like you got something well, in your you, mind. You were, you were asking me, coming into uh, this segment, when was the fourth and one? Remember what happened. It was six to seven, and we were we, up. We were up six to seven, and we had just got our, gotten our sixth quarterback sack. Now we get the ball. We have a third and one, and they throw a bomb, which you were tickled and gleeful, OB. Absolutely. Unfortunately, Mooney could not get get the ball in bounds and went out. At midfield. At midfield, and then, so now in, in it's the fourth, fourth quarter. And fourth and one, and that is when James Daniels was called for holding. Well, you... After we refused... We... Uh, yeah, after after they they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Right. So you it's it's you're at midfield, you're up one. You've got 
Tyler Huntley at quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. They've scored six points, and I get OB you wanting to go down the field, but a first down there, you, you run the clock, you probably win the game. They they have some communication. No. What, what, what should have happened? What should have happened is from the get go, Mark. They should have opened it up because Lamar Jackson wasn't there. We didn't have that gigantic threat coming at us, uh, you know, from the opposition. So we should have taken the opportunity to you be the attackers you be the people you be the Lamar Jacksons you go down you put the fear of God in the people and we don't do it we stay to our same stupid dumb game plan right I, I got it and so they don't they go then this way they go down on on fourth and one or on third and one they throw the bomb fourth and one here comes the punt team then you see the sideline Nagy's going Nagy's down. back in the middle of it and we have to call a timeout because his headset's not working all of a sudden they call a timeout then he's like oh okay 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 let's go for it so they go for it on fourth and one they run the wildcat and then they get the holding penalty and then the Ravens get the ball in Bears territory and end up taking you know, the lead. well you I'm know not- what that falls under what did you think was going to happen <laughs> just- okay. Here's and back to what Ob was talking about with this quarterback. We know that he has certain gifts, and when you got broken ribs or busted ribs or whatever the ribs he's got, you know, tasty ribs. All I'm telling you is, do you know that we had the third quarterback keeper occurred in the second drive as the first play in the second drive, the third time we let him. You know, try now. I personally, I don't mind it, but not on first down, on second or third, but not on first down because that is prim- primarily a rundown, and they got the bigs in, and they're gonna they're gonna whack you, Danny. I just uh, and folks, when you have again talking about and and re- reason why we basically gave up a draft to move up to get Justin Fields from Ohio State. Uh, we moved from 20th to the 11th spot and gave up basically the whole draft to do it again. And I'm going to tell you what, and we've got this kid starting, and we're in our, in our what, like 10th game or 11th game, whatever it is right now, and I'm going to tell you, and, and, we, and it started again, and, and, I, I, and I, I cannot express this enough and make this as loud as I can. You're designing plays for the future of this team that you gave up an entire draft to move in the 20th to the 11th spot to draft this kid. And why? Because he's going to be the franchise quarterback. We have running backs. We have Montgomery, who's one of the better running. He's in the top five running backs in the league. We have people that can run the football play. They're played millions. And you, lunkheads, are designing running plays for Justin Fields why the hell aren't you designing passing plays for Justin Fields? Why? It you is, wonder why the kid got hurt? It's 3.30. We'll get to all your calls coming back here. Don't call now, but call later. It's uh, full phones. 312-981-7200. Bears lose 16-13. For the record, the Bears gave up their 20th overall pick, the 164th overall pick in 2021. They gave up next year, or the 2022 first and fourth rounders uh, to move up from 20 to 11 for Fields. Well, those just, were a lot higher picks than what our starting right tackle was. Just, yeah, Think about that. Just just a reminder of that trade. And and, no, and that was a good deal. Thank you for Justin Fields. Thank you very much for that, Ryan Pace. All right, 331 News, 720 WGN. And now the flag comes. He makes his appeal. Interference. Defense number 22. The ball will be placed at the spot of the foul. Automatic first down.
720 WGN Hampton OB Bears lose 16-13. We're brought to you by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. We're just sitting here kind of scratching our heads trying to figure out what happened today. Mark, if, if I may. You may. If I may right here. It, folks, in the first quarter, the opening drive for the Bears, okay? They get the ball down into the red zone on the opponents. I think it was around the 22-yard line, Okay. And it comes down to third and five. We're on the 22-yard line, third and five. We're in the red zone. We didn't try to get into the end zone. So third and five. So what do you think they called? Do you think they'd call a bootleg? you think they'd call a sprint out? If somebody's covered, Lee Fields might have a chance to get five yards. Do you know what play they called, folks? They called a toss to the running back. A horizontal play. The field is vertical. It's vertical. And they call a toss to our running back to sweep out around the end. You know what the chances of that working? None. Ever. So when you wonder why we were the worst scoring team in the National Football League, you wonder why we don't convert on third down. This is a chance, and we're playing against the, one of the number one players in this damn league is out, their quarterback. I'm talking about Baltimore. We're opening drive. We're on their 22-yard line, the red zone. It's third and five, and you throw a toss play to a halfback that is going horizontal, and you're not going vertical, and you're not throwing the ball in the end zone. My God, at least try to score a touchdown. If you don't, kick a damn field goal. That, folks, when I say this is a stupid coaching staff, that right there, and it tells you in itself how smart this coaching staff is. Look, the Baltimore Ravens selected Lamar Jackson with the last pick in the first round. There were multiple quarterbacks taken in front of him. They developed him around his skill set into an MVP player in 2019. And if you look at what happened today, they took a guy undrafted in Tyler Huntley who went who Okay, Greg Roman is the offensive coordinator yeah. who was at Frisco when they had Kaepernick. Kaepernick came from Nevada. This quarterback, Huntley, that's where he played. So it is the the RPO run gun quarterback. But they went Harbaugh went and got a coordinator that knew how to make the offense designed it and and remade it for Lamar Jackson. And yet we keep trying to remake our quarterback for the Nagy offense. I'll tell you what, Dan. Somebody's got to step in here. I'm talking from the front office. I'm serious. When the hell is enough enough? My God, you could point game after game, year after year, the stumbling, bumbling moves that they call and, the, and, and, and put these kids that are playing their hearts out on that football field, and they're putting them in bad positions. Huntley finished the day 26 to 36 fields, finished 4 of 11 for 79 yards. Who's more talented? Who's being coached better? I think it's, no, it's, it's not even close. Right. Yeah. On either account. Here, you, you've got a, a C athlete that won a game, first time ever, on the road against a so called pretty good Bear team. Our A athlete played a D game and got hurt. That's all right. Phone call. No mystery. Phone calls here. Todd Plainfield, uh, you can lead off the Matt Nagy charge. Go ahead, Todd. Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well because I'm really down right now. I just want to bring up a few things about Matt Nagy. One, why are guys smiling when we're getting shut out by a backup QB going into halftime? That's the first thing that made me really angry. Hold, hold, hold it. And leave why, a second. Why, why didn't he go downfield with one second to go to try to at least get a penalty or? 
kicked a field goal. Why didn't he do that? Non-football-minded nincompoop. The next there you go. is the false start <laughs> on the first play of the half. You should be talking. You should know the play before you come onto the field like you're going to run. And then finally, why is the kick team on the field after the game-leading touchdown? Right. And that you should know you're going for two, so they have to force and kick an extra point. What's the common denominator here? Like I said, it's the clueless, non-football-minded, income poop named Matt Nagy who's coaching this team. It's a disgrace to watch. It's Thank- taking years off my life watching this guy. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate it. Three one two nine. What a call! Very now, good. That Todd. is a C athlete with an A effort, right there. That, that was a good job by Todd, and I think also by you, Ob, because you have brought Nincompoo back into common parlance. Congratulations! Yeah. I mean, I don't I, it's vernacular we, now. Right, we haven't heard it in a while, and you brought it back a couple weeks ago. Now we got people calling up using it. Well, he is an Nincompoo. Well, <laughs> Plus a few other things that I can't say. Three one, three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. What's up, Gary and Evanston? Welcome to WGN. Well, thank you, gentlemen. I enjoy the show. I don't listen to too much sports on radio. This is it because it features uh, Mr. Obradovich and Mr. Hampton. Uh, good afternoon, sirs, Mr. Obradovich. I wanted to um, reminisce about seeing you play at Wrigley Field. And, you know, along with Atkins and, and, uh, yeah. uh, and Butkus and Ditka and, uh, uh, Ronnie Bull. And, and at that time, confirmed to me, because I've never been an athlete, professional or any, otherwise, um, when a rookie came into the league, didn't people tell them, kid, if you're lucky enough to get in the end zone, act like you've been there before? Rule number and, one. Yes, let me, you know, and, and let me also bring in here Ron Santo, who was not a football player, but he was a professional, and he said the true professionals make the tough ones look easy. Well, the opposite of that is the true unprofessionals make the, the simple plays look tough. Now, one thing I've noticed with the Bears, they have a series of terrible plays, then they make one tackle, and there's a big celebration. It seems like they're satisfied with that. Um, now, before you ca- I'll hang up, you can comment. Let me address Mr. Hampton for a moment. Mr. Hampton, sir, it was a pleasure to see you play. I never missed a playoff game you were in. And I also uh, saw the game in Miami on December 2, 1985, a day which shall live in infamy. But my favorite part of the show, and, and perhaps this should be the new theme song for the Bears, Mr. Hampton's phrase, Stupid is as stupid does. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate you. Way to wrap it up. Hey, we we have razor sharp callers already. Uh, well, hey, c- come ready today because I mean this is a this is a seminal moment in in. It the... was a perfect setup today, and, and, and what set it off? Lamar Jackson, a, 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 a prince of a guy. And and you talk about a quality quarterback in the National Football League, and he's not playing out of nowhere. That alone should have lifted the coaching staff and the Bear players up. Playing at home, my God! And you let the, and to get a chance to get back in it, and you let it slip right through your fingers. And I'm not putting this one again on the players. No, 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 no. You look straight at Nagy. You look at Lazor. You look at the way this offensive game. How in the hell can you convert on third down against this team, the Baltimore Ravens, two times out of 11? It's week after week after week. We don't convert, and we don't put points on the board. It's just a damn fact. 
Let's uh, along those lines. Let's give you the Rosen Auto Group's uh, Red Zone Report. It uh, is sponsored by Scott Levy's Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha Bears. Uh, we're zero for one in the red zone. The the Ravens give up a ton of yards, and they're not good against the pass, despite how the Bears played today. But they are good in the red zone, and the Bears uh, did not. I can do- tell you what Scott Levy would do with this coaching staff. Or first, he'd deal with that general manager. That guy would have been gone at the end of last year. Levy would fire Pace first. Oh, in a heartbeat. <laughs> In a heartbeat. But uh, uh, fundamentally, you have to have some criteria that is universal to grade coaches, okay? Think about this. Tyler Huntley, who has never started a game, comes in here, starts on the road, big in a game they want to win because they, you know, they lost the last one down in Miami. He goes 7 of 16 on third down. We go 2 of 11. They hold the ball for almost 39 minutes. We get it. Just a little over twenty. Can you believe that one? So, so if you you're believe looking that stat, folks, of milking player ability and getting the most bang for the buck, that's not even close. Let's take a quick time out and get right back to your calls here. Bears lose sixteen thirteen. They're three and seven. They get the Lions on Thanksgiving, and the boos were out today at Soldier Field. The fire Matt Nagy chants were rolling in. They were thick, and. Uh, uh, you got to say that Andy Dalton was a pleasant surprise in, you know, a, a, a pinch. And his second play, you know, gets it to Mooney and that speed screen for the touchdown. That was easily the most exciting play of the game. Hang in there, callers, please. And we'll get to you. Havens have been incredible all year in the red zone. Let's see if they can do it again. They hand it off. It's Freeman, and he's across for the touchdown. What a drive by Baltimore. You totally saw that coming, didn't you? The rookie... Tony Romo was on fire today, and yeah, we really saw Tyler Huntley going down the field with 133 to go after the Bears had taken the lead 13 to nine. But the Ravens did it, and they went at 16. Yeah, Villanor got a, a you know a bad call, and then they threw a you know a 20 yard uh, out, and then then it was nibble nibble bam touchdown, and we lose. Well, Dan, you know you had mentioned when they scored that touchdown from four yards out, the guy ran it in, just basically almost like walked in. Okay, on the defense, folks, when you're down in, in, in that area, in that kind of yardage, every gap from the zero one one gap out on the strong to the weak side is covered. You take the inside, or if you're, you line up head up, you charge to the inside. You never let a gap stay open. And we did, and let the kid walk for four yards, basically walk in for a touchdown. you got to be kidding me. Should never have come down to that, the, no. Bear, the Bears' offense. But go back to the second quarter when we were trying to assert ourselves. Our defense allowed this nobody, Tyler Huntley, to have 10 straight completions and basically own the, the whole second quarter, keep keeping the ball away from us. Answer this for me, you guys. Justin Fields looked fantastic against the Steelers, right? Second half was phenomenal. Took the lead in the fourth quarter. You're going up against a Ravens team who's given up the second most yards in the air in the NFL. And Fields goes four for 11 for 79 yards and looks and is in the pocket, and there were zero screens, there were zero rollouts the whole first half. How is that possible? No, no bootlegs, no quarterback. Uh, but they'll know. design a running play for him. But they will not go to play action. They will not go to a boot, bootleg, a naked bootleg, a sprint out to the stronger weak side. I, folks, it, oh, Jesus. I mean, I, I just don't understand that. That's, but see, that, that that is the reason why – 
this has to be blown up and start again. Nagy thinks what's in his brain and on his play sheets is the star of the show. What he comes up with and the offensive schematic is that's the star. Now, when you you see Baltimore basically said, no, the plays aren't the star. It's this kid. We're going to find ways to get him the ball and let him do some things. How about Deuce Staley uh, whiffing on, uh, on him on a quarterback keeper in the third quarter? I mean, I'm just saying, we couldn't have tried to make him look any better. Nagy is not, now 0 for 4 after the bye. The Bears' streak of not winning a game after the bye continues. Got to go back to 2013. Way to go, Josh McCown. But, but Nagy has lost the two coming out of the bye. That means, you know what, Thursday. Here we go with Maurice. Uh, welcome in. Fourth quarter play calling. Maurice wants to talk about Welcome to WGN, Maurice. Yes, hello, gentlemen, and uh, happy pre-Thanksgiving. Yeah, this was a train wreck just from the start. But in particular, the the key play of the game that turned everything to the negative was late in the fourth quarter, the Bears, the third down play, they had the Ravens on their heels and getting that by getting them with the false start, third and six to third and one, and then you decide to go a pass play to Mooney versus a run play to David Montgomery. Look, this is football 101. I'm with you, Maurice. Appreciate the phone call. Listen, OB, you like they went down the field there. I, I just thought... Just but keep... you can't come back and go for fourth and one with a Wildcat out of a timeout. You I mean, can't do it. Yeah, like you, like nobody knows what you're going to do? I mean, wouldn't on that, on that point, wouldn't you want the idea that you could throw the football? Isn't that That's point? when you come with the, either a naked bootleg, which you hopefully can maybe fool the team because yeah, ah, they ain't going to run a naked, or you run a regular bootleg or you sprint out and you try to hit the tight end coming across, or you try to hit the wide out on a short out or, or a hitch-and-go pattern, and that that doesn't work, then you run. How tough is that? And they did pick up a fourth down doing exactly that later in the game. Uh, all right, Lee, Northside, go ahead. Yes, I just want to say, first of all, I want to thank you, gentlemen, because, you know, instead of letting the Bears bum me out the rest of the day, I could tune in to you guys, and you guys brighten up my day. You guys say what we feel. You know, every uh, uh, other single radio station seems to sugarcoat this blank show, but you guys are on point every single time. Thank and we guys. help, in a Karthik way, get it out, and then you can go on about your life. Yeah. Well, Thank thanks for the compliment, Lee. Appreciate you, Lee. Thank you. Keith Aurora, go ahead. Hey, Ed. Uh, Marine Corps, Honorable Discharge, 1973. Uh, we had to watch you on an antenna in 1963 <laughs> against the Giants. There you go. <laughs> but let me ask you. Was the old man this bad? I mean, did he run a team like these people are running it? No, absolutely not. We had a we had a defensive coordinator by the name of George Allen. Thanks, Keith. And he let George Allen 
do what he wanted to do. And and whatever George Allen, when when he made him, Clark Shaughnessy left, and they made George Allen our defensive coordinator, that changed everything. That changed the, 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 the entire defense. Where our defensive line wound up, we changed our blitzes, ev- everything, Keith. It was, uh, he was terrific. And, and offensively, you know, we had some great receivers. Johnny Morris, my God, Mike Ditka, Angelo Coya, Bo Farrington. I mean, we had some people that could fly. The great Rick Caceres. And they put the people in the right position. And in 63, we lost one game. We lost one game, and we won the world championship we won it in Wrigley Field, beating the New York favorite, by the way, New York Giants. But yes, we did have great coaches, and we they had all of our respect. Everybody on that defense, and even on the whole team, loved George Allen. Believe me, he was a great coach. He came up with some things that we did that nobody knew what the hell we were doing, but we knew what we were doing. He told us how to do some of these tricks, and they worked. Hellas wasn't exactly generous with the old wallet, though, was he? Well, back in those days, nobody was. But he was, yeah, would you say you mean house is a little tight? Uh, just say, a little. I'd say a little. <laughs> a, a little, a lot. That has changed. Uh, okay, fine. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. All right. All right, it's time to experience the Rose Indifference. Visit Scott Levy's Rose and Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha. Both Rose and Hyundai dealerships, they're stocked with new inventory, including the Hyundai Elantra and Hyundai Sonata. Maybe you're looking for something bigger. You should test drive the new award-winning Hyundai Palisade or the new Hyundai Santa Fe. There's a Hyundai vehicle that's perfect for you. The great people at Scott Levy's Rose and Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha will help you find it. Plus, you get the Hyundai Assurance, America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Scott Levy's Rose and Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha want to buy your vehicle right now. The values are at an all-time high. Scott Levy's Rose and Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha will make you a great cash offer, the easiest trade-in process, and they've built their reputation on one simple belief. Customer, that's you. You are the most important thing. They guarantee your car buying experience will be easy and enjoyable. Experience the Rosen difference. Check out inventory at RosenHyundai.com or RosenHyundaiKenosha.com. Real quick, Camp? Well, just to prove that the Bears are not completely devoid of some kind of sanity, they were able to make some things happen down the field. Darnell Mooney, five catches, 121 yards, and Marquise Goodwin, four catches, 104. That's 25-yard averages, dude. But we got to learn how to score. And we'll make that the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. What the who, hell have I been screaming about who, for two years? Blue, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Who woke who, him up? Who brought it today? Time now uh, for those two gentlemen. Congratulations. that We did have some plays down the field. Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. The car to bring through it all. News coming up 720 WGN. Then back to your calls. We're here till 5. Again, I got to I gotta see exactly what type of injury he has. You know, because it is his ribs. So we got to see, okay, how much effect does that have? Uh, for him so uh, we'll get into all that that's not where we're at right now that was Nick Managi on Justin Fields and his rib injury and whether or not he'll play versus the Lions on Thursday who lost to the Browns today 13-10 so Detroit is 0-9-1 let's design some more running plays for him that'd be a good idea yeah Hampton OB we'll get on the plane in three days how much of an improvement would right said ribs that keep you out of the second half improve in three days the only shot he's got dan is to take shots and that and that would be questionable but that's the only way if you got rib i'll tell you what you can't even cough and you, your knees buckle on you yeah you play andy dalton against the detroit lions and you hope that justin fields is healthy 10 days after that and if he's not you don't play him that you don't need to play him the season unfortunately is over they're three and seven hampton will be sponsored by your local chevy dealers
ChevyDriveChicago.com. Hey, it's time now for Dan Hampton's Defensive Player of the Game, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Houston Carson had the big turnover that we've been waiting for. It's an inter- a weird interception, kind of snatched it off of Andrews, the tight end's chest. Everybody's saying, oh, Roquan's everywhere. Well, guess what? That's Roquan's job. He is, you know, to cover their backs, and when they get the ball, then he's got to tell. I got to tell you, Robert Quinn, three sacks without Mac. We got to have more pass rush. He's given us all we can, you know, g- can get from him. So I, I, I'm just saying, it's got to be Quinn. Robert Quinn has had a phenomenal year, and if you are looking for some positive, 180 bit, turnaround from last year. Yeah, well, he's healthy, and if you want to see a, a really actual cool Bears story, go on YouTube to the Bears YouTube. And Robert Quinn had a tumor on his spine in high school, and was told by doctors that he had seven days to live. He was, he was, he was saying his goodbyes to his family. Hey, mom, thanks so much. He's 18 years old and he got through it and uh whatever happened a miracle general right and here he is so it's it's a really great story I was, thank I the was, good I, lord i was moved watching it all right anything else Hampo? before we get to the call no no i, I you know i back to sean desai you know unfortunately a lot of the blitzes that he geared up today they they really didn't do much you know i mean they, they were kind of uh they were trying to go with the zero blitz like miami had had flustered the 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 ravens a week ago all I know is that on the season, he's been blitzing 16% of the time. It was a little more today. But somehow, some way, last week in Pittsburgh, we gave up a game, back-breaking drive to lose the game. We did the same damn thing today. Gave up a fourth quarter, game-winning drive. And last week was against 90-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. And, I mean, I mean, and today was against rookie, second-year hey, Tyler Huntley. That's happened last year. It happened the year before, Dan. How many times in the oh, fourth quarter did you say there's a 94-yard drive against us? There's a 75-yard drive against us. It's happened year after year, guys. It happened against the Philadelphia Eagles in when the vaunted defense. 93-yard, 14-play drive, and they went for two and got it. Let's get to the phones. Joe in Wisconsin, welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you for taking my call, guys, and I love your show. Appreciate Thank you. you guys' input all the time. I listen all the time. I, my question is about the ownership of the Bears. I know, you know, from my perspective, and I guess from a fan's perspective, we never see them, we never hear from them, look at the hires they've done, and I, I know they'll never change. But I just want to get you guys' opinion. I think the tone starts at the top. It's been this way for a long, long time. I know Mrs. McCaskey goes to the games, but she goes as a fan, not as an owner. I think that there is the problem, guys. You tell me. I'll listen. I, w- I want to hear your opinion on this. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Well, yeah, Joe, there, 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 there's, a, there's a problem there with that. Uh, Virginia's what, what now? Approaching pretty much close to approaching 98, 98, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, like the 98 years old. And and she is, by the way, the owner. She is the owner of the Chicago Bears. And, uh, and she still comes to the games. And how she could sit through this, I have absolutely no idea. But I think hopefully somehow and, and and when George McCaskey took over for Mike McCaskey as the chairman of the board of the Bears I thought we'd see a little more forceful action from the front office but what they have done 
They George has given the reins to Pace and and Pace what he has done since he's been here seven, eight years is is an absolute joke. This guy's given away our draft choices uh, left and right to move up, to grab this guy, to grab that guy, to do this. And most of them have backfired right in our faces. But to say, at, uh, so I, I kind of agree with what you're saying, but Virginia, make no mistake, she is the owner of the Chicago Bears. And the things, the only other offer thing that I could find or give you, uh, Joe, is that George has got to step up a little bit here. Somebody, somebody in ownership's got to step up and say something. You can't keep putting these bears in these bad positions week after week, year after year, and expect everybody to love you and and bow down to you and whatever have you. That's not how it goes anymore. Uh, so I wish I had a better answer for you, but well, but Virginia, she is the owner. I mean, God love her. Look, There's they're, no they're, question about it. But one more thing, Danny, and again, who's got to step up a little bit, in my opinion, is George McCaskey. You know, what the hell? Why not? Okay, the McCaskies are good people. And you know what? They want the best. And yet they don't know the reasons why the Bears aren't very good. They don't know what they don't know. Now, all Wrong that being people said, are hired, Danny. Well, but uh, here's, here's, and I guess, okay, think about how lucky Kraft was in New England, finding Belichick and then basically. Hey, put it on cruise. He didn't have to do nothing. Unfortunately, George has not found that guy. He's still got to be involved. And especially when it's time to say enough's enough. Let's give the heave this to is, this bunch. But here's great. That's a great answer. A hell of a lot better than mine. But, but, but it is the time for George to step up here somewhere along the line. But what the hell are we three and seven? It's three and seven. But think about this. The Bears have been owned for a hundred plus years by the same family. It's almost like Prince Charles and the Queen. I mean, they don't need to answer. Hey, you know, who are you to question them? So in a way, but the other part is this. Don't make no mistake. Jerry Jones down in Dallas has made kind of a a, a sensationalized, you know, know, made-for-TV, you know, weekly press conference where – a lot of these owners, they're they're scared of that. They don't want to be a, a part of it, so they just basically stay out of the limelight and expect the GM to do the answering. Unfortunately, we got people that don't know the the answers in charge. So, so just a, rem, a reminder: look, when they hired Ryan Pace, they went out and hired former New York Giants general manager Ernie Arcosi to help him through it. And he identified foisted John Fox on us. He foisted Fox. He, well, he foisted his his original. It was here's Ryan Pace, and then let's go out and get this veteran head coach John Fox. They showed everybody that they don't know what they're doing because they went out and got Ernie Arcosi, who was way past his prime at that point. Oh, yeah. he, he he's like he said at the time. I hope this is the last time that I'm doing this. It wasn't like they were getting this great consultant who was cutting edge and knew what was going on in the NFL. Well, get ready for round three. It's coming because they don't they don't know what to do. And so they're going to have to find somebody that will tell them what to do. And back to the collaboration thing, OB. What I was saying in the pregame, collaboration means, oh, everybody gets a paddle and everybody gets to – no. You need one mind, one one direction, one voice – we don't need a Bingo. bunch of collaboration. Bingo. 
Dylan Niles, welcome to WGN Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Go ahead. Hey, Hampton OB, guys, big fan. Um, I just wanted to say uh, Matt Nagy is an absolute choke of Chicago. Um, me, as a Bears fan for so long, I'm only 19 years old, and I can already say this this is just an absolute disgrace what I saw on TV today. And not only just that, a disgrace from our coaching staff. I mean, I mean, guys, I just want to hear your input. I mean, what are, what are our thoughts? How long is it going to take till Matt Nagy is out of Chicago? What does it take? Well, it's going to take a, a couple of more losses that that'll put the the dagger in it. He's three and seven. Guy, I'm telling you, we lose in, on Thanksgiving to Detroit, winless Detroit. That's when you kick him off into the lake on the way back. In my mind, he's fired right now. He literally probably needs to win out to not be fired, or maybe. What are the chances? Zero. Yeah, zero. Ob, what do you think? Well, Dylan, I can tell you this, and I've said it already this year. I said it last year, and I said it the year before. And by the way, Mark, if you can remember, I remember when they hired him from Kansas City. I said it was a mistake. I, you did that day, I, and, and I said it was a mistake. It. Look it back. Go back on the tape and see it. Oh, I, I said it's a mistake. Okay. The guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He didn't know what he was doing in Kansas City. The guy that claimed that he was a genius, was he claiming that he was a genius? Oh, let, me I, tell, let me tell you something. This, this chap, my you-know-what this week, after we were cheated out of the Pittsburgh victory by the officiatings and how rat-bad they were, he didn't say a word in the post game. And you know what? Your troops come in, their tongues are out, and they're beaten and bloodied and bruised. And they want to hear you go to war and say, hey, I, I will not accept this. That, well, guess who did come out this week? Sean Payton. Wait a minute. He's the head coach of the Saints. He said what happened to the Bears on Monday night was criminal. But now, Nagy Sean- never said a word, OB. Yeah. Never. Folks, you're with Dan just Sean who, by the way, went to Eastern Illinois. He's the head coach of a very successful football team called the Saints. He's the one that called out the referees on the Bears game last week. I mean, come on. Negative says the word. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay, we didn't want to get fined 20 grand or whatever, making six million a year. Hey, do something, make a stand. He doesn't, he didn't even need to get fined. He doesn't know what he can say and what he can't say, which is why when he's up there, he doesn't know how to deliver the Khalil Mack news. He, he, He tells you that the toe's a part of the foot. He can't, he can't speak honestly. It, it, there's there's just no presence. I'll tell you what. You know what he what what he knows? He knows where every damn camera is, TV camera is <laughs> in that stadium. He knows where every camera is. I'll guarantee it. Three. <laughs> Remember him whispering in Trubisky's ear before the Monday night. Game? Oh, why do you oh, think he did that? Then he knew that he knew oh, the cameras were going to be on him. When you do that, you do that in a locker room before you go out, or you do it in a tunnel before you go out. You don't wait till like a, two minutes before kickoff or a minute, and then you grab him on the sidelines, and your ears, your mouth is in his ear talking about that you're going to elevate him to some unbelievable level. Johnny, it's nice. all just so the camera's on him. The, the camera thing doesn't bother me, but the, him wanting to be all their best friends is not uh, not ideal. Well, I told you that. That's what that guy wants to be. He wants you. you that's not how it works. You hold them accountable, their feet to the fire. You're not everybody's best friend. And ever and we had a caller saying, "Hey, do you think some of the players on the team are sick and tired of this?" 
Yes. If you're sick and tired of it, you know, make a call. Go to, uh, you know, uh, George McCaskey. Write him an email. Say, hey, I'm breaking my you-know-what, and I, I, I don't want to be 3-8 and eight anymore. You got to finish. You got to be able to, uh, to end the games and close them out, and in the end, it's situational football. Uh, you have the lead in two games to be able to, uh, to close it out and win both of those games, and we're going to do that. Wow. That's because you don't convert on third down, and when you get in the red zone, you won't go for six points. That's why, fool. That was a little bit surprising that he put it smack dab on the defense. Yep, shoved old uh, Sean Desai right under that front wheel of the bus. Uh, (laughs) let, Let me just say this. Your point is dead on, OB. Bears last in the NFL in scoring. Absolutely. Think about this. Mac Jones, last time I checked, he was a rookie. Wasn't he? Yep. He was picked four picks after our quarterback. And they gave up nothing to get him. And they have 300 points thus far on the season number one in the NFL in scoring, and we are at 163. And I can promise you if we had Mac Jones here, we'd make him look terrible. We just would. Well, they're, yeah, they'd want to mm. reinvent Mac Jones into this nonsense he, they're trying to put he'd on. He'd be us. getting killed. Let's get to the, uh, the well, calls. Hey, Obi's actually got something that uh, we want to give oh, a yeah. shout out yeah. to the Mueller family. Yeah, I've got uh, some bad news. I have uh, 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 one of my dearest friends, Mike Mueller, uh, just lost his oldest son, Scott Mueller, who ran the Acura store in Hoffman Estates and a proud sponsor of our, of our shows. And, and I've known Mike for. 45 years, 50 years, and he just lost his oldest son, and Scott, and and Scott has two children, Priscilla and Jared, and our hearts go and thoughts go out to you two kids, and especially to you, Mike, and 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 the the other thing that uh, that just comes back at me, Mike lost his youngest son, Glenn, roughly about a year ago, so our hearts go out to Mike Muller, his entire family. And uh, Scott was a beautiful kid. God love you. It'll be beautiful. And uh, condolences from all of us to the Mueller family, who's been great to the show. And I met Mr. Mueller at his store in Highland Park. He treated me incredibly well. And uh, that is, uh, you know, as, as challenging as it gets, losing uh, your, your own your own son. So, uh, at any rate, we, God bless him. We, 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 yep. we appreciate you uh, shouting it out. And uh, we'll... We'll have a Mueller game-changing moment coming up a little bit later in the show, and we'll get to Joe and Sue and Bob and Susan and another Bob and all of you in our final half hour. Hang in there. 4.30, let's get a check of news at 7.20 WGN. There was a headset issue on that. My, my headset went out completely right at, the, right, at the, uh, right at that point. I thought I was talking to the guys, and I wasn't. And so then at that point, I had to – you don't have a play. You don't know what you're going to. So Tabor's down there with me as a special teams coordinator. So I was – uh, basically, essentially playing the field position to to punt the ball, uh, but then once I was able to to be able to get it back and know what we wanted to do, we got aggressive there and, and uh, went for it. Liar! Yeah, he had it right. He had it right. Trust yourself, Matt Nagy. Go out guns blazing before you leave town. Do it your way. You might as well at this point. No, I can't even. I don't. Uh, I, don't I can't even talk about that jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, here, here's the one thing that everybody, and we'll get right back to your callers. But, but, you know, maybe the worst thing that could have happened was Dalton coming in and scoring a touchdown after two plays. Now it only gives credence to Nagy and 
the 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 rest of the clown show. Oh, if you just make dis- quicker decisions and get the ball, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because the Ravens are just horrible, horrible pass defenders. They're the last in the league. So I don't know. It's just it, this is going to be a crazy few days. Right, buckle up from here until January 9th. It, it was really, really odd, too, that they once Dalton got in there, they started running plays that they should have been running for fields. I, exactly. I and, and the more he reads and gets the adjustments, now he has post-snap reads and adjustments, which creates a higher plane, a faster processing, meaning quicker decisions. That's what we're trying to get to. 312-981-7200. Bob Elkgrove, thank you for your patience. Welcome to WGN. Hey, guys, thanks for taking me. First of all, my prayers to the family of that young man who died. I know it puts things in perspective. Thank you. Uh, you. What I want to say is uh, Nagy's gone. He sealed his fate today with this game. The question is, where do we go from here? The McCaskies, I think they need to hire a big cigar, a guy like like a Holmgren, or I would think Habarkish, a guy who understands Chicago football, who understands what we need, a guy who's going to be there on draft day. He's going to pick coaches, pick GMs. He's going to give us the vision that we need to build a Super Bowl team around fields. That's why I think this team should go. Instead of just going out and getting consultants and hiring uh, guys like a Corsi who have no skin in the game. We need a Bear fan and we need people who understand Chicago football to bring this franchise forward. Thanks, all guys. All right, Bob. Uh, the uh, I don't know if Hub is would take the job. Uh to be the head coach of well, the Bears. Well, you know, I, I don't know. He's never Well, listen, Hub certainly knows more than what Pace does, okay? <laughs> he does. I mean, that's that, that's easy, all right? <laughs> but but think about this. And and again, it's not going to be like the Chargers where you go out and get uh, the young, you know, the young bright uh offensive guru and and you know, in a way that's what they thought they were doing with Nagy. Oh, you know, the young guy with the 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 smoke screen offense that's going to make us, you know, You're, uh you know, destroy Green Bay twice a year blah, and it's never happened. Yeah, well, the only thing that jumps against that Danny is when when they were playing against the Tennessee I believe it was the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. They were winning 20 and nothing at halftime. He was calling the plays. In the second half, guess what? They lost the football game. They never scored another point. I think they lost 21 or 23 or 24 to 20. Never scored another point. What he did is exactly when we he came here the same thing. He would not put points on the board, did not convert on third down and is the same damn play calling at Kansas City, that when he came over here, it's the same game, Danny. The same game. I believe I'm double checking, but I think it was 21 to three, and they lost 22 21. I think it was 20 to nothing. Yeah. Even if it was 20, it, whatever to three. it was, it wasn't. But good. they never scored another point with Patrick McHolmes at quarterback, and and all the offensive weapons they have, he put them into a shell. It's right in front of you. It's a. It's right there. Yeah, 22-21 was the final of that game. It was 21-3 at half. Okay, so regardless, the bottom line is you're, you're going to hear a lot of names if we get there. Jim Harbaugh will probably be out there as a name that you'll hear because of his connection to the Bears. I hope that doesn't happen personally, but uh, you know, will they get it right or will they not get it right? Who knows? I don't know, but I would love to have somebody with the aura of Chicago with them and not some you know some little guy up in Green Bay calling plays let's well Matt LaFleur's in no, the, he's, I mean he's doing great yeah. well go to the call lost today yeah yeah he did and he'll be in there for coach of the year it's it's uh and like Cliff Kingsbury will be in there too and he was a lot of people thought he was gonna get fired uh, 
it'll be an interesting role. Go to the callers, will you? Hang on there, Ed O'Bradovich. We got. We know what we're doing over here. Ed, Joe, and Rockford. What's up? Welcome to WGN. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I I wanted to point this out to you. I've been uh, I've been harping on my kids about this, uh, and that is this point: the Bears have not won a game in November since Thanksgiving of 2019. Wow. That's no good. win November last year in 2020. No win November 2021 so far. You know what's remarkable about that is we still got the same coach yeah, getting a paycheck crazy. this week. That's what I was going to say. Uh, hey, it, doesn't just, that make you sick? Hey, hey, Joe, I've got the answer for you. you what? what? All right, here's the answer. You ever see yeah. Daggy on the sidelines? See the head? He, he wears was a visor. The, what happens is the, the cold air freezes the top of his brain. Oh my! I was at the Thanksgiving game. They won the last time they won in November. I can't believe it makes me sick. Hang in there, Joe. We we got this. Don't you worry. The next Bears head coach is going to bring us to the promised land. Sue, welcome to WGN. Hi. Hi. You know, I just wanted to say I can't stand watching the Bears anymore. This team has got to be so stupid. I mean, the owners. I used to go with my dad, had season tickets to Wrigley Field, and it was so much fun. Now it's just, it's horrible. I mean, even the, the Hawks fired their coach, and, you know, I'm becoming a Green Bay fan, except for Rogers, what he did. But this is just horrible. Sue, anything but that. Sue, Sue, don't do that. You know we can't have that, Sue. You'll be Detroit Lion fan, a Viking, and not a Packer backer, no. <laughs> <laughs> Think of how long it's going to take to get those Packer fans that have been cultivated by Brett Barr at all uh, Aaron Rodgers over the last 30 years. What do you think? 20% of Bear Nation is now Packer closet? If it may be. Bear, uh, cl- closet Packer fans? I think so. That's, it's, uh... I think so. Um, well, hang in there. Hopefully, good news coming Sue, around the corner. Sue, you, no, come you come back. The good news would be the good news would be if they lost the rest of their their games and then maybe they would do something it's it hey sue appreciate it it's, it's on the table they're not gonna I win hope many. it doesn't take that sue no i hope that they're they're smarter than that you know and again i'll say it a million times this family the hallis people over 100 years what dan brought up owning here and you guys are the greatest fans and there's no question about it been around a long time greatest fans of any sports team is right here the bear fans a lot of calls from wisconsin today bob you're... so nagy had to get right. a new head a, a new headset so he could call timeout to call jet sweep on four right yeah. <laughs> he had it it's crazy all right let's get to bob. lose the headset just just, just uh, oh my god don't don't uh, who who's a uh, Bill Lazor? I don't know, man. Do you did, was that, that was your, Filippo? You think that was Filippo? Yeah. Okay. Whoever it was flip really flip goes here. I ain't using them. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the get the wildcat in there, Bob of Wisconsin. Sorry about yeah. that. Go ahead. Hi. Um, we've seen this movie before. We hired once that because we thought we were going to get Jimmy Jimmy Johnson, and that didn't work out. And now we hired Maggie, thinking that we're going to get Andy Reid. And that's not working out. Good call. I, yep. I'm, from, I'm from New York City. So I, when uh, the Giants uh, had a change, had to make a huge change and bring in Parcells with the Giants, the fans are the ones, we would go to the stadium, throw all the tickets in a pile and set them on fire. And the newspapers were there. And it was so embarrassing to the Mara brothers that what they did was they surrendered, okay? And they, they hired a, a GM. GM hires Bill Parcells, 
He brings in Lawrence Taylor, and then the rest is history. So, yeah, we need a, a coaching change, but it's not going to come from this show. It's got to come from the fans. Right. The fans right, have right. to scream at the, the McCaskey family, and they will be embarrassed then to really you know, do something. Thanks, Bob. They, listen, the, the, the boos were raining down today. They, they, they know where the fans are. If you turn on any radio station who's ever talking about the Bears in the city and or read the paper and or go online, it's, it's everywhere. They, they, they have to know. Well, you can say what you want, but Justin Fields, Cole, uh, Cole Komet, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Mag- uh, Khalil Herbert, Herbert. Uh, Montgomery, uh, Mooney, we're starting to get some pretty darn good players. It's just we still can't find a way into the end zone. And if you look at the offensive line, I know you don't love him, Obi, but if Borum comes along, and this is a a huge, huge, huge if. He was way too soft on that strip Okay, when they stripped uh, Justin Fields. They're young, though, and they're cheap. So yeah. It, 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 it you could. know what? But there's there's one other problem. Yeah. Okay? They can't play in the National Football League. <laughs> that's the only other problem they have. That, that would be that's, – that's not good. Uh, Suzanne, welcome to Hi. WGN. Hello. Hi. Hi, thanks. It's a great – my – Great pleasure to talk to both of you. Um, I was an only child of a football, Chicago football fanatic. He taught me everything I know about football. He'd sit me down on Sunday, tell me about what downs mean, you know, all the different things about football. I saw both of you play. Uh, I'm dating myself. (laughs) But I saw both of you play, and it's just a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Um, I think today you were talking earlier about his headset, Maggie's headset, he, he showed more emotion about that not working than he ever shows about anything else that's going <laughs> about on. About the again. officials jobbing us last week. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, I had no idea what he was yelling and screaming about, and then when I saw it was about his headset, I was like, there are so many more important things you should be shouting about. Um, so I just wanted to make that comment. And uh, also, when I see Virginia McCaskey in the stand, I'm I'm afraid we're going to see her, you know, just like pass out <laughs> with some of the stuff that they do. Um, the poor woman must be like beside herself. Yeah, so-, so I just wanted to talk to you guys because I, I watched you both. I love you both. I love listening to the show after the game. Oh, well, thank stuff. you so much. So enjoyable. Thank you, Suzanne. Thanks, Suzanne. Uh, you, you know, Virginia McCaskey. She's you know uh, the other caller. You know about the ownership or whatever have you. But I tell you what, that lady has been there. She's all true, true Chicago Bear, blue and orange. Go Bears, fight, fight. Uh, uh, she is a, a constant, wonderful, wonderful, beautiful lady, and God love her. But. Outside of that, outside of that, Suzanne, there's there has to be some changes. You 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 cannot go on like this. You you can't you cannot lose these fans. And and things are different in the world today. They really are. Things are different here in Chicago, uh, through different avenues of life in Chicago, in Chicago, and what's going on. And people are finding other things to do. And the last thing they cannot keep Nagy around here or pace. They are losers. Why? They don't know what they're doing. It's a fact. It just is. 312-981-7200. we got one more segment to go. We'll get you our BBB trusted review. We've got the Mullerado game-changing moment coming on back here, which uh, 
I think you can predict. Bears lose 16-13. They are 3-7. and seven. It's Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealer. ChevyDriveChicago.com at 720 WGN. Hey, can you think if they lose Thursday night, excuse me, Thursday in, in Detroit, you think this town won't explode? <laughs> I think we're already there, but that that'll be an interesting Thanksgiving moment. We'll, we'll by the way, again two hour, two and a half hour pregame on Thanksgiving morning. Wake up with us at nine, and we'll be on after the game from two thirty to three thirty seven twenty WGN. Dalton from the pocket, wide open is Goodwin, makes a catch, and that Bears strike a fourth and eleven out of this world. There are flags down, and it might be a roughing call. Dalton finds Goodwin roaming free in the secondary. It's going to stand. Thank you, Jim Nance, CBS, little Tony Rome on the back end. Called an audible here. That was our BBB Trusted Review brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. It could have been a great thing. Well, but think about this. In the pregame, I was talking about how it felt like there was a new wind blowing through town because of what we saw second half in the Monday night loss in Pittsburgh. But a rising tide, lifting vessel. But guess what? Nagy in 60 minutes of what we saw today has stopped the new wind and now it's you know, more rotting. It's it's it's, it's sad. It, 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 really it, it really is. Let, let me let me ask you this, Ham. Let, let's just say for just out of the blue, George McCaskey calls you tomorrow. Hey, ninety nine. I have a lot of ideas, but uh, you know, look, I I I don't have to deal with that. Those names and those, uh, you know, those avenues right now. If I was, I would know a lot about it. For instance, Arthur Smith is the new coach of the the Atlanta Falcons. Right. He was the coordinator of the Tennessee Titans. And he basically rehabbed Tannehill and created a monster with his play-action passing game with the running of Derrick Henry. Look what he did to Cordell Patterson this year. Sure. You know, that's exhibit A. Nagy doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Look what Patterson is doing on a weekly basis down in Atlanta. And we had him, you know, we had him shagging balls for the punter or something. Uh, by the way, that touchdown also was, that was our Muller auto game-changing moment, uh, which is sponsored by the Muller family, who we talked about earlier in the show. Their, their dealerships are in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville uh, as the Bears lose the 16-13. Oh, we got to get those calls. Yeah, let's uh, try to get as many as we can here in the next couple of minutes. Your best thought, do it really quickly. Billy Joel, the singer in Naperville? Go ahead, Billy. Uh, three comments, guys. First, they're all, it's a rhetorical uh, answer. Who nixed the trade for Steve Young when Venetia and Ditka wanted insurance for Jimmy McMahon? What family refuted or jettisoned Ronnie Rivera, who was the defensive coordinator for the 2006 Super Bowl team? Who did not want to hire Bruce Arians, Ronnie Rivera twice, and uh, okay, oh we we got it, Billy. We got it. It's- All right, Mike McKeskey got didn't want to spend the money to bring in Steve Young. Number two, Ron Rivera was basically fired when he by was flying by Lovey Smith flying to San Diego to check out a, a job opportunity. We got, I didn't hear the third. One. We we got one minute to go, Jim. Your best thought, ten seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, we're not a very good team at all. Our defensive backs are terrible. Our offensive linemen, I don't think we're going to have a pro bowler there in the next 10 years. You can't. 
keep drafting guys. Hey, Cole Clement, great guy, great little Catholic boy. Oh, that's all wonderful. He ain't a game changer. He's an okay tight end. You took him in the second round. You should have got some big linemen. I got you, Jim. Last one. Trish, wrap it up for us. Trish? Hi there. Quickly, Trish. Go. Uh, really quick, would like your perspective on 22 Vildor and why they don't ever play Cole Komet or half the players on the uh, offense. All right, Trish, let's we'll, we'll address that and get on out of here. Anybody? Vildor? Why does he... Uh, Vildor is... Who, who, who else you got? Duke Staley? Duke Staley? You got him? Huh? Huh? Right. Hey, Dion Bush is uh, just now back. He can't play corner. He's the nickel or safety. We ain't got nobody else. When, when we allowed Fuller to... To Cal Fuller to go to Denver, that was the beginning of the unraveling of the string of the defense. Here's your answer. Here's your answer, young lady. The answer is pace. He is the guy with his thumb on all the buttons. He's the guy. You want to call somebody out for bringing these offensive linemen, receivers, defensive backs, corner, who are It's pace. He's the mastermind. He is the person, folks. Say bye, OB. Bye-bye. Bye, we'll, we'll see We'll see at 9 o'clock on Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Sam Martino for producing. Could you imagine if they, if they lose in Detroit? Uh, hey, I can't imagine, and it might happen. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Thanksgiving.